0: Welcome to Flirting with Bitcoin. I'm your host, Mandana Youssefi, and this is my boo, Ian Reese. Hey Ian. Hey babe. I feel like a changed woman.
1: Okay, what happened?
0: I went from being really confused every time I would see things about Bitcoin on the internet, and for the first time ever, I feel like I get it a little.
1: Get what? Like
0: the sayings that I read, for example, by the dip. I understand what that means. I understand what that is. I want to do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay.
0: But I know that there are a lot of other sayings that I see that I do not understand what they are. Maybe I'm not there yet to learn what they are, but I would like to learn the beginner ones.
1: Well, like what's something you've seen recently that you didn't understand?
0: I always see to the moon.
1: <laughs> okay. People
0: commented on our stuff. I just don't know what it means. And hold them. <laughs> What? Those are the two I see a lot.
1: Okay. To the moon just implies that the price of Bitcoin is just going to keep going on up forever to the moon, which I guess that's you don't really you're not really thinking long term because why wouldn't you say like to the Mars or Mm, to the Jupiter? I don't know if I like that one. Okay, what's the other one? I don't know where you got that E from. And that stands for like two different things. I've heard it both ways. One is H-O-D-L, hold on for dear life. And the other one I've heard is hold on despite losses. If you're a Bitcoin hodler, you're a person who holds on for dear life, holds on despite losses. That's where that comes from. Never sell.
0: Ah, so hodl Mm -hmm. during the dip.
1: You just hodl full stop, right? (laughs) Like if you're hodling, you're never selling.
0: Well, I'm hodling. Are you hodling?
1: We've been hodling. (laughs)
0: So let's get into it. Let's talk about how slang comes about in the Bitcoin community.
1: I'm oh, an anthropologist today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, you've been on the scene for a minute. You're not a day one. What have you seen since you've jumped in? How did you learn what HODL and to the moon and by the dip means?
1: By the dip is pretty self-explanatory, I guess, coming from the trading world, right? Like I used to trade stocks, right? So to the moon is like there's all these other altcoins like Ethereum and all the ones that I basically don't talk about, right? (laughs) Well those guys We
0: don't talk about crypto. uh, uh.
1: I can't get away we from the We don't talk song.
0: about crypto. But Bitcoin. Okay, uh, continue.
1: <laughs> so alternative coins like XRP and Ethereum and all the coins that I basically don't talk about and probably won't talk about. Most of the time when they launch There's this period of time where you can get in before the launch, like pre-launch. You get like airdrop tokens. There's all the different ways you can get them before the project officially launches. When it does launch and like everyone else can just buy, if you got in at like a thousand tokens for a dollar and then it goes to a dollar, HODL is Bitcoin. Like that's a Mm, Bitcoin term. Okay. It's a Bitcoin term because Bitcoin is the original crypto.
0: And hold on for dear life has been proven so far
1: 13 years into the Bitcoin project. Yes. I mean, if you bought on day one and never sold. <laughs> yeah. Right. I forget which one it is, but it's either if you hold for a year, or if you hold for four, one of those you've been guaranteed to be up. If you just bought and held.
0: What are some other slang terms that I should know if I'm trying to get serious with Bitcoin?
1: <laughs> so there's this acronym that you'll see a lot. W G M I or N G M I or I G M I.
0: I haven't seen those.
1: Okay. Well, They're all derivatives of not gonna make it, we are gonna make it, we're all gonna make it, nomenclature. Usually what'll happen is that people that are Bitcoiners are trying to convince other people to buy Bitcoin. And when the person keeps pushing away or rejecting the idea of Bitcoin, all right, well, you're not gonna make it. WGMI, we're gonna make it, right? (laughs) So Bitcoiners will say WGMI a lot. And then when people are like doubting on Bitcoin, they'll say NGMI, not gonna make it. So you'll see that acronym thrown around on Twitter probably not on Instagram or TikTok.
0: Yep, I'm not on Twitter, check's out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then you just have like other kinds of like slang that I don't say common in other like circles, but they come from other areas that the crypto people come from. So like one is wrecked, R E K T.
0: And that's from the hacking world.
1: No, I mean that's from gaming pretty much. Like uh, if you if you lose really bad, you got wrecked,
0: right? right? Gaming, yeah. So what are the other cultures that bitcoiners tend to gravitate from?
1: Well, I think the Bitcoin community is a very eclectic group of people, is probably mostly male. Mm -hmm. It's probably mostly because it's a software project. It's a lot of engineers, like engineering type minds, Mm -hmm. right? Process solving, you know, type thinking. I mean, I'm sure there's some libertarians in there, but this is more like the taxes are theft people. Mm -hmm. So I think there's like different levels of, (laughs) you know, but... They're usually pure, in some sense, like pure capitalists, right? But I don't want to typecast anybody. Like people come from all walks of life. But I do feel like the majority is because of its like technical nature. There's a lot of technical people in this space.
0: But I would argue that those are the vocal people. Because what I've learned is that there are a lot of people that are not in that world who have Bitcoin, but don't talk about it to anyone.
1: Right. So like you can have like you could be a person that gets Bitcoin and doesn't have to participate in this world at all. Mm-hmm. How Bitcoin works and why it like how it can operate as it does and da 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 and you just go and start accumulating Bitcoin. You don't have to be like part of the Twitter chat club.
0: Right. So why are there so many people that are really aggressive online about Bitcoin? Is it because there is an audience for it and they are people who just want to be content creators? Are they trying to figure out a way to make a buck off of this in their own little financial consulting way? What is the benefit of trying to be a loud and sometimes obnoxious person about Bitcoin?
1: Well, going back to the idea that there's this resistance quality, I would argue that the vocal Bitcoiners that you do hear and see, that is their form of resistance. They are loud and vocal about this thing called Bitcoin. And when your current system is breaking down, They are going to be vocal about the fact that their system that they're working on, this would never happen. Like that's where they get the vocalness from, especially what's going on literally these days. What the stock market just like Facebook just tanked like 25 percent the other day. No one's claiming that Facebook is volatile and that (laughs) Facebook needs, you know, like there's like this big thing that like when Bitcoin goes down, everyone's like, oh, it's a failed project. And, you know, the sky is falling. But when it happens to Facebook, people just dumped 25% 25% of Facebook stock. No big deal. Nothing to see here. It's like, why don't you treat them the same? Because if you did, the performance of Bitcoin, you should all be cheering for it. Because if all you people care about is money, look at the performance <laughs> of this asset class that's existed in front of your eyes for 13 years. That's where you, I think you get the vocalness is that they're they're being very uh, curt about the fact that our system is working right now and yours isn't. As every year goes by, their case is proven to be more and more true. and the people that are the oldest and are alive are be like, I told you 90 years ago about this thing called Bitcoin. They're going to, they believe that that's going to be the future. So they're just, they're setting the stage for that. Yeah. You know, like they're ready to be like, I told you so.
0: Are you ready to be, (laughs) are you ready to be like, I told you so to people? Do you feel like a Bitcoiner?
1: So a couple of months ago wrote, an article that got published in Bitcoin Magazine. And he basically laid out the case that throughout history, there's always been this group of people that kind of pull humanity forward because they see what's coming and they make preparations to survive what's coming. They're called the remnant, right? Like that's the, the term. And it's got some biblical connotation that I won't get into, but it, it kind of comes from this idea of you're just supposed to go out and tell everybody what's up. You don't argue with them. You don't Try to convince them, you just tell them what's up, and the people who get it will attract to you. I feel like a Bitcoiner in that sense. I've lived in this world and I've seen how this world works, and it's just always been like, this doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. you know? But like everyone's doing it, so am I the crazy one? And then one day there's a group of people that are like, no
0: you're that's, not crazy you're not crazy
1: that's a clown show and oh let us show you how you can kind of walk away from that world and regain your sanity as you were going crazy thinking that that's the only way to do it you know that's the only way to live and so in that sense I feel like uh I was like this in the remnant they say like there's different levels to the remnant and I was like unawoken remnant but then once I found bitcoin and it pulled me into the cryptocurrency world, and then I kind of came back to just only Bitcoin, I definitely get what the Bitcoiners are talking about. And I think sometimes they go a little too far left, a little too far right, but for the most part, the idea of you don't own anything, and Bitcoin is literally the only thing that you can truly own 100%. When people realize that that's the only thing that you can truly own, because everything else can just be taken away from you, what does that world look like? Like, what does that world look like? And the big corners believe that that world looks amazing. Yeah. And I agree.
0: Because there are all these eclectic groups that are out here trying to be Bitcoiners, I think there are gaps in communities that just aren't being reached. There aren't people within those communities that have become Bitcoiners yet to talk to the people in their community about it. Obviously, we're trying to be those people. Ultimately, our intention was to instead have one-off conversations with people that were asking you about Bitcoin for us to be able to inform everyone at once about it.
1: Yeah, I think the eclectic group of people is actually like a benefit. It'd be different if every single Bitcoiner was a software engineer and we were all just sitting there being like, you guys don't get it. It's, it's pure math. It, it works. Trust us, right? <laughs> but
0: there are so many engineers out there that think Bitcoin is a scam.
1: That is true. Yeah. That's a different conversation. <laughs> what I'm saying is that if it was all just literally a homogenous group of people saying this thing is better, I don't think it would resonate and it would go anywhere. The fact that it's a eclectic group means that you could be into gardening. I know at least two gardeners on YouTube that are also big Bitcoin people right? Not all the gardeners, but if you now identify as a Bitcoiner and you have a choice between watching a channel from a gardener who doesn't believe in Bitcoin and watching a channel of a gardener who does, you're going to gravitate to the one who does.
0: Ah, so Bitcoiners ride or die for each
1: other. 100%.
0: How do they do that?
1: A great example is what I just described. Just the act of consuming the content that's being made by the person who is also in bitcoin.
0: So kind of vote with your dollars.
1: Vote with your dollars, vote with your eyeballs, mm-hmm. right? Um Vote
0: with your bitcoin.
1: <laughs> vote with your bi- exactly. Vote with your satoshis. We're going to have um, to
0: change that saying.
1: <laughs> but like a really great example of bitcoiners and the bitcoin community is because a lot of bitcoiners got bitcoin at so cheap and it's worth so much today when there are certain causes that pop up, some bitcoiners will just donate a whole bitcoin cuz they got like a thousand of them. Wow. Right? You know, recently in Canada, there are these protests and the GoFundMe money got shut down. So the Bitcoiners just spun up like their own fundraising campaign for these guys and raised, I want to say like $10 million in Bitcoin. Wow. Like it's crazy. And
0: like, i <laughs> are scaling it back. No, okay. no,
1: Because no. <laughs> I think the GoFundMe money was 10 million. That's where I'm getting the 10 million from. But when the story got out that GoFundMe had like frozen the money, the Bitcoiners spun up a donation page. And because of the way that Bitcoin moves, the money was flying into this donation account, and you could watch it all happen in real time. Versus if you go through GoFundMe, there's a three day delay. So like before, GoFundMe can even
0: just. So does Bitcoin eliminate the need for GoFundMe? Yes. Oh, there's another enemy.
1: And so the enemy is all of these middlemen Mm -hmm. that sit between you and the person that you're trying to give value to. And so Bitcoiners tend to be anti-middlemen.
0: And these eclectic groups are going to uncover all the different ways that we have middlemen in place that can be seamlessly removed with the use of Bitcoin. Exactly. This man is nodding his head so hard at me. I feel like he just fell in love with me again. (laughs) (laughs) The way he's looking at me. <laughs> um,
1: I think that's a good example of the culture in the community. You know, like I donated to them. I saw the whole Twitter community being like, donate here. And I was like, yeah, I got you. Boom. And because of how Bitcoin works, I can see when the money landed.
0: <laughs> and
1: I can see this. Everyone can watch this wallet just
0: filling up. And it's showing the world the impact of the Bitcoin community can have. So what else are Bitcoiners trying to do online?
1: I think right now, the big thing that Bitcoiners are focused on is people that everyone actually knows. And so we've had a, there's had a couple of high name, or high profile people like the mayor of Miami, the mayor of New York um, and some other people. But maybe he's been a Bitcoiner for a while. But the mayor of Miami has been a Bitcoiner for a while. He's been trying to make Miami Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin central. Recently, I feel like a lot of, Noise has been made about when you find out that someone has Bitcoin. We found out recently that Ted Cruz has Bitcoin, mm. right? When people find out that people have Bitcoin, it's like, okay, well, if you have it, you should be advocating for us, right? You should be defending us. And if you truly understand what this is about. And so they've been kind of calling people's bluffs in that in that regard.
0: And why do you think people aren't speaking up?
1: I think people are speaking up when it finally Clicks for them, but it is a very tricky subject to internalize and understand. Coming from this crazy world that we live in,
0: and to be able to then speak publicly about and to be it, able to without speak publicly being about attacked and it. yeah, and made so to feel like an idiot.
1: But when you do stand up and raise your hand and say, like, I'm a Bitcoiner, like as a politician, like I don't even remember her name, but some female politician who's running, I think she's a she's running against an incumbent is like accepting Bitcoin donations, like is all Bitcoin, like pro Bitcoin. And had like a, on Twitter, they have Spaces, which is like Clubhouse. They had like a Clubhouse with her and like Jack Dorsey. And like, she has talked to like top level, top level, I'm putting this in air quotes here, top level Bitcoin people just by raising her hand saying, I'm a candidate who believes in Bitcoin.
0: Who are the top level Bitcoin people?
1: I say top level, just meaning most <laughs> most famous. It's like top shelf. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Most famous slash most wealthy slash most influential on the space. Who are they? Well, Jack Dorsey, former CEO of Twitter. Michael Saylor, large buyer of Bitcoin over the past two years. I think he has the most Bitcoin of any single company or person. He's got like a hundred and something thousand Bitcoin.
0: And what does he do? What did he do to get his wealth?
1: He has a company called MicroStrategies. They make tech. They make and sell tech. He's a tech dude. Um, But he's one of the first people that literally said I'm going to sell stock in my company like I'm gonna issue new shares of my company sell them take that money to buy Bitcoin explicitly and hold it on our books instead of cash
0: which you said t- Tesla slash Elon Musk did last year also yeah
1: he did it before them
0: Elon Musk is also one of the top shelf coiners right who no. else Elon- oh he's not
1: no see this is a great point Ooh, about the
0: okay so
1: this is a good great point
0: Tell me the gossip, babe. What's going on? Is this because he was pushing Dogecoin on SNL?
1: No, this was before that. He's not welcome in the Bitcoin community because he bought Bitcoin, said Tesla was going to start accepting it as payment. Then went back on that, did not allow Tesla to take it as payment and said the reason was, was that Bitcoin was too energy intensive. Like he jumped on.
0: Oh, he started that whole. he,
1: He didn't start it, but he jumped on that bandwagon and the Bitcoiners just shut him down. They're like that. You're talking FUD now. Like you're one of the fear, uncertainty, doubters. Like no.
0: Oh yeah, FUD. I know FUD, FUD. too. Yeah, you
1: know you, you learn Man, FUD. Yeah, it's
0: been a minute.
1: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, when he did that, they just ran him out of town, and that's when he started promoting Doge.
0: Damn, Bitcoin's
1: cutthroat. It's not cutthroat. They just don't have time for the nonsense.
0: Neither do I it's like i'm getting to know someone and i'm getting interested and it was time that i asked about their friends (laughs) like who is the company that bitcoin keeps now i feel like i understand it a little better
1: what's the one thing you you took away from that what do you think of their friends
0: i think they're people that have heard about bitcoin and they were able to absorb it and they understand it I think that some communities are getting hit with that information before others, and hopefully we're helping our communities flirt with the idea of maybe one day being a Bitcoiner. One day. But that's enough dating for now. I want to get online and I want to chat with my friends about this Bitcoin that I'm getting to know. So remember, get on our social, share our clips, jump in on the Bitcoin banter, and let's all keep flirting with Bitcoin.